0: special update and we're going to be tying together one of the original connections that we made with Brad Garlinghouse speaking with Christine Lagarde personally is the message that he told us today speaking at Davos, the big conference that they're having over there in Switzerland. So we we compared Ripple to the IMF, not just the central bank, but the central bank of central banks because uh, the IMF is world money and XRP is ready to be that bridge currency for the whole world. So we didn't just compare it to the Federal Reserve or any other central bank that just services one country. We understand that Ripple's ready to service all seven billion people just like Naveen uh, Gupta, one of the original uh, guys who said that we're gonna put a dent in the universe at Ripple. We know that they're trying to serve all seven billion people, every country. So we compare them to the central bank of central banks, not just uh, you know, the Federal Reserve. We talk about SWIFT, but understanding The place that the SDRs play in the world stage, in the world financial world, is very important. Many people don't know what the SDR is. Special drawing rights from the IMF. We're going to get into this tonight. Uh, The last time I've been on here was on Saturday. I did my weekly call with my Discord group. And we talked about this document right here that I'm about to share with you guys. Let's get right into it. It is directly from the IMF's website. We were covering this talking about what exactly is in the special drawing rights and it makes it's a make up of five currencies five currencies and it says here the SDR is an international reserve asset created by the IMF in 1969 to supplement its member countries official reserves to date a total of SDRs 660.7 billion equivalent to about US 943 billion so nearly a trillion dollars US equivalent has been allocated. This includes the largest ever allocation of the SDR's 456 billion approved on August 2nd, 2021. So effective on August 23rd, 2021, this most recent allocation was to address the long-term global need for reserves and help countries cope with the impacts of the situation going on, the pandemic. The value of the SDR is based on a basket of five currencies the U.S. dollar, the euro, the Chinese renminbi, the Japanese yen, and the British pound sterling. So the SDR was created as a supplementary international reserve asset in the context of the Bretton Woods fixed exchange rate system. Remember, Bretton Woods goes all the way back to 1944, the original Bretton Woods agreement. And the collapse of the Bretton Woods system in 1973. Nixon took us off the gold standard in 1971. Quick currency lesson for you. And I know this is boring. What's the next 10x crypto, bro? We'll get to that. And uh, you'll, you'll soon see why we hold a fat bag of XRP, not financial advice. But there's a reason why I don't play around with the rest of this BS. And I stay focused on Brad Garlinghouse having personal meetings with the head of Of the International Monetary Fund, Christine Lagarde, in his interview today uh, with CNBC, he says, after speaking with Christine personally, so I always say, you know, how's your program working out? What's your cryptocurrency doing? Who is the CEO of your company meeting with? Mr. Brad Galinghouse, BG, meeting with uh, Christine Lagarde personally. One of many meetings with the top financial elite of this world. As Brad takes the stage at Davos, Um, and and this isn't his first time there. He's been there, been at all the most important tables, the most important board uh, rooms in the world, right? And so we have zero doubt about this asset and its role it's going to play. Now, the question is, is is XRP going to be featured within the special drawing rights, or will it be the ESDR? This is something that we've talked about before. What role could, could XRP play as a reserve currency It's designed to be as liquid as a G10 currency. These are simple goals that Ripple stated back in 2017, 2018. We want to become a world reserve currency, and we want to be as liquid as a G10 currency. Now we know. Fast forward to 2022. We have 25 on-demand liquidity corridors fired up. That's for cross-border payments using XRP. We have 86% coverage of a $6 trillion daily cross-border volume. A daily cross-border volume of $6 trillion needs to be settled up, and XRP is ready to facilitate that role. The reason why you need a currency is similar to here. You need value. Right now, we're, we're, we're finding out where the value's at right now, with everything collapsing amongst us. Shout out to Stathis. Stathis showing up with the first super chat of the night. I appreciate all of you guys so much by the way hopefully the mic is coming through good back uh mic check mic check the sounds all good here hopefully okay um still gotta get the new studio built out here but we're getting fired away and we're gonna keep you guys updated in the meantime okay special drawing rights we covered this okay and then uh let's see if this video is gonna play here i'm gonna try to play this clip this is brad speaking at Davos today if it's uh not playing not coming through I'll just kill it and we'll edit that part out later. But I'm going to try to play this clip from Brad Garlinghouse speaking at Davos here today. It is not playing. Okay, let's just skip that. Let's just skip that. But in this clip, he's talking about meeting with Christine Lagarde personally, talking about how 99% of cryptos, when he originally said... 99% 99% of cryptos were going to go away. There was only about 2,000, I think he said. So, you know, he thought there was going to be about 20 left remaining. Well, now we have almost, you know, over 20,000 cryptos, basically. And then you include in all the different NFT projects as well. I mean, there's just tens of thousands of crypto projects uh, right now. And and Brad, he he stated how it was unpopular at the time, but he still believes, uh, you know, that that will play out. And the the... The difference between XRP and the rest of this cryptocurrency space, as we continue to demonstrate, is that you need that currency that can represent value. The value from XRP is going to come from the underlying utility, the underlying liquidity it's going to provide. So SWIFT, people talk about SWIFT just being, you know, uh, the end-all be-all, the best messaging system since 1970, I guess. Uh, They don't want to update that system. Swift is just a messaging uh, platform, a messaging system, a messaging network between 11,000 banks. And as we're starting to see from members of Swift, and it's it's been thrown around for years, right, that we could be complementary to Swift. We don't need to replace Swift. We just need those 11,000 member banks to get on board settling just even portions of the on-demand liquidity that they need. Oh, here's the clip. Let's see if we can play this for For you guys.
1: Well, I have a couple of reactions. One is in some ways she's in good company. There's others uh, like Warren Buffett and Charlie Munger who've made derogatory comments, but not that long ago, Jamie Dimon, someone who said they thought Bitcoin was, I think, a fraud and has subsequently come around and realized that, in my judgment, this is an industry that is not going away. It's valued today at about $1.2, $1.3 trillion, but I do think, and I've spoken to Christine Lagarde personally and. I think we we need to stop measuring it just by what's going on with the overall value and how are these assets being used to solve real world problems. And I think time and time again we're seeing more and more real use cases solving real scaled problems where blockchain technologies can reduce friction measured by cost and speed in a way that I think improves the overall economy. Does the fact that um, these 19,000 cryptocurrencies have been largely used as speculative assets do damage to the underlying case that you're arguing for? I think absolutely yes. And it's frustrating, you know, I said when there were about 2,000, so as you said correctly, there's about 19,000 today, when they're about 2,000, I got some heat from the crypto market by saying that something like 99% of them I thought would go to zero. And that wasn't a popular statement suggesting that only 20 would be around. Well now you have 19,000, you know, my, my prediction, at least for now, has been moved the wrong direction you know there are some tokens out there that I think are focused on solving a problem and those are ones that I can see being used in the future and we could give a number of different examples some of them are present here in davos uh but there's also ones that I look at I hear the description and I don't get it uh and I think that there is risk as christine lagarde commented there they they are speculative there
0: and there you go yeah so Brad just laying it down for us at Davos meeting with the World Economic Forum. And remember, it is important to go to these groups. I think that the powers that be, you have to approach them. You have to go to the business table. And whether you think what they've been doing is wrong or not, and and whether it needs to be replaced or not, you got to go get something done. You got to go to the movers and shakers of this world. And quite frankly, we have to confront The people who have had control that got this corrupt system. You know, there's a reason why everyone's attracted to blockchain cryptocurrency. Uh, You know, why Bitcoin had such a role is because we thought that it could be digital gold. We thought that Bitcoin could be the reserve currency of the new financial system. Uh, Some Bitcoin maxis still believe that. And we know how that program's working out. Not very good as uh, seen in El Salvador. Cannot be used as a currency. Cannot be used as digital cash. And then uh, as volatile as it is, cannot be used as a reserve either, not really a store of value down uh, over 50%, right, from that all-time high. So Bitcoin's failed on every metric, and like Brad says, most of these cryptocurrencies, when you take a look at them, guys, I mean, just to put it bluntly, they're not doing shit. Excuse my language, but they're not doing anything. They're a cool idea, bro. They're, let's pump and dump this and get rich, bro. Let's take the money and run, i.e. Luna. We got we to gotta place the back switch, the kill switch on the back end to kill this thing when it goes sideways and everyone pulls the liquidity. Or when we start to pull the liquidity and then everyone realizes that we're pulling liquidity, everyone else pulls liquidity and the project goes to zero. That's what's going on in this space. And all of last year, towards the end of the year, I was telling everyone, take your money and run out of this crypto market specifically, because we knew the DeFi protocols wouldn't last. We knew that the NFTs were overhyped. We knew that the NFTs had no utility. Now, Gary Vaynerchuk and many others are are trying to bring utility to NFTs, Ripple included. Um, But we're still seeing that's a very, very immature and the most speculative side of cryptocurrency. What we're doing is a rather conservative investment, in my opinion. When I look at what Brad and team is doing, one of the most, uh, you know, the furthest along cryptocurrency team by far, there's no competition. I always say there's no comparison with Ripple's board of directors and the executives that are executing the business strategies of that company. And Brad's always said that XRP is the heartbeat of Ripple, personal conversations with Christine Lagarde, meeting with over 50 central banks from Miguel Valles. I mean, this is just what they're telling us in 2017 simple goal of making xrp a world reserve currency as liquid as a g10 currency and um someone snuck into my discord just last week and they come in and they they posted some bs about swift about why xrp won't be adopted xrp is not a blockchain it's you know doesn't doesn't use uh proof of work and uh we we need to use swift which is from the 70s just a messaging platform that doesn't do any settlement i mean for me the case is clear xrp whether we get all the money whether we get chunks of swift whether we do derivatives whether we get some smart contracts going we're going to get nfts going now they just updated it uh smart contracts are going to be coming with flare we also know the Codius is in the background 50 central banks I, there's no other cryptocurrency doing this um the run rate of on-demand liquidity you know tens of billions of dollars right now that's just a putting our toes in the water, just getting started with this thing. Um, I don't check the, pr- I haven't been checking the price. I haven't been, you know, I've been very busy lately. Um, on a day-to-day basis, I'm checking the price once, maybe. Bags are wrecked. Guys, my bags are wrecked. Just like everybody else, or at least most people. Uh, I didn't take profits because I wasn't going to sell XRP at, when I understand that just to get started settling trillion-dollar problems, we're going to need to be at a high double-digit, three-digit price just to get started. So I've taken advantage of this blood-in-the-streets opportunity to acquire more XRP, more XLM. haven't had time to make it into the dealer to get some silver as another hedge. Um This weekend, going over a weekly call with my Discord group, I went over my portfolio. We went over what an ideal portfolio is and uh, just finished Jim Rickards' book, Road to Ruin, for the third time. Very important book where he's talking about the IMF, the role of the SDRs. and Something we touched on recently that's very important is that they just upped the amount of Chinese renminbi. That they're going to hold as a reserve there in the sdr so they're seeing more value over there in china and we knew that the currency war was going to go hot militarily in february when we saw what russia was doing and how that was op- how the operations were playing out there what we're waiting on and i said next i, I thought that after the olympics i said not nah, there's the the military source i had said that they will not move on taiwan until after the olympics are done So that's what I was reporting on. That's what I've been saying. And that's still at play. You're seeing Joe Biden just said today that they're going to defend Taiwan at all costs. But how do we go from talking about currencies, SDRs, to talking now about world stage military events? It's because it's all tied together. And yet I got people in my comments section saying, stick to Ripple XRP news. Don't go political. Well, it's not going political. It's understanding the world stage events. And uh, you know, positioning ourselves accordingly for the greatest transfer of wealth in world history, understanding how these uh, actors and what they're doing on the world stage will affect us. I'm about to go through the headlines. Let's go. I've been ranting for the first 15 minutes. I'm excited to come back live with you guys tonight. I appreciate all of you guys for joining me here once again. Um Shout out to everyone for getting us this far. We're really just growing rapidly and uh, we're going to continue. We're about to get focused in once again on a whole nother level here on this channel. I appreciate all of you guys. Let's get into it. So I'm just going to go through my bookmarks instead of uh, having a bunch of tabs lined up. I'm just going to scroll through this. So this is from Robert Kiyosaki, May 23rd, 2022. I'm going to take a sip of my adult beverage. Cheers. Uh, Appreciate all of you guys so much. little sippy sippy of the secret sauce. Appreciate you guys. Let's get into it. Davos, Switzerland. IMF warns world faces greatest financial challenges since World War II. Global disaster has been coming for years. Desperate leaders will do desperate things. World War coming. God have mercy on us. Save gold, silver, Bitcoin, food, guns, and bullets. So you guys know Robert. You know, he's just preaching about Bitcoin. But... In my opinion, and seeing that Robert is getting, you know, crypto kids around him, because Robert's smart, you know, if he, he understands that if he's not an expert on something, he just brings in someone who is, he brings in people who know what they're doing, right? He, he's surrounding himself with smart crypto people, there's no way that he's just holding Bitcoin guys, like just just so we're clear, I would bet everything I own that Robert is holding Ethereum. And other cryptocurrencies too. Does he know about XRP? I don't know, you know. But I mean, his advice is right, and this is what we've been talking about: the greatest transfer of wealth in world history, greatest transfer of wealth since World War II. Remember, right? From this chaos, will be about order. the The elite are making their moves right now. Bill Gates buying up all of the farmland, right? And that's just the tippy. That's just the tip of the spear, right? The uh, tip of the iceberg. Sorry. You, you already know where that goes. And I'm not going to get into that. BlackRock buying up all the housing. Bill Gates making his moves. And my question has been, what are you doing right now? Uh, what preparations are you making? Save gold, silver, Bitcoin, food, guns, and bullets. Okay, well, I don't have gold. No gold. Silver. Picked up a coin. I picked up a coin of silver. Bitcoin, absolutely not. Never will touch it again. Food, guns, and bullets, baby. Let's go. God bless Robert Kiyosaki. He's always been a real one, and he's a Marine, and that's why he's a real one. He's a Vietnam vet, Marine, seen combat, and then he made uh, some money for himself and built some wealth. Always been listening to him, one of the OGs in the space. Let's continue on. Breaking news. Sri Lanka has hiked petrol prices by 20 to 24% on Tuesday. And also increased diesel prices by 35% to 38%. Encourages people to work from home. The situation in Sri Lanka is getting pretty dicey, pretty scary out there. Diesel increased by 35% and gas by 20 to 24%. Right? So, like I, I keep on addressing, we think that this can't happen here. Some estimates are putting that our diesel is going to be a national average, or sorry, our gas is going to be a national average of $7 in America this year. That's what some estimates are putting out. I don't know if it comes true. I have a plan if it does. I'm, I'm preparing right now for this situation, for the food riots, for the energy crisis that we're seeing play out in other countries where these people are starting to hit the streets have a plan guys we have, we have a plan on every single level right now and serious preparations need to be made okay this is for the XRP riddlers those of you guys that want the secret sauce stuff uh this is from someone on twitter here looks like bg has a guest that's Brad Garlinghouse same three leg table i just got a notification from lobster that XLM is down 5 5.8% in the last 24 hours so the market's down again XLM down I just got the heads up from lobster. Oh, by the way, I've been meaning to put out a a TikTok and I was going to put out a, uh, you know, share the same message on YouTube, a little short. I've come into contact with some people. We're going to be addressing the lobster um, transfer of wealth situation. Uh, Let's just say I'm coming, I've come into contact with some people and it's bad. As we expected, it's bad as far as scams, as far as people getting scammed out of their XLM. I'm just gonna throw that out there, and um, we're gonna present some evidence. You guys know me. I wanna take care of my people. We always talk about XLM, XRP, XLMs, my number two. And I see people getting scammed out of their XLM right now. And many of you guys know what I'm talking about. And yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna leave it at that. It's coming. And you guys know me. I don't even care to call it the scammers. I don't deal with the kids on TikTok anymore. I don't deal with them anymore. They can have it. Have at it. But when I see people that I think are good people getting scammed out of their XLM, which I think is really important for us to be stacking right now, not financial advice, but I just think that it's one my my number two, you know, and it's sad to see and, and it's wrong. And uh, we've come across some information and evidence and yeah, I'm just gonna, I'll put out one little video about it and then that's gonna be it. But you guys already saw my opinion on the lobster, Stellar ecosystem, all of these stock markets to, you know, stock market to Stellar. You guys saw the video that I put out on it. I don't have a good feeling about it. I thought a lot of them were scams. That's That's been the case, yeah. Just like with the XRP ledger, 99% of the tokens that are being made on XRP right now are scams so it's important and we will address it i i i had a goal intention inspiration to go around interviewing people that were doing xrp ledger projects you guys know i i did the reaper i've I've talked with patrick ceo of reaper uh and steven and the gang over there good guys good project i think one of the few legit ones but i was like okay yeah i'm going to go around and i'm going to interview all these people from the xrp ledger you know all these little companies and give them give them some attention if they're doing some legit stuff well that didn't last long i took a look at there there's like five legit projects on the xrp ledger essentially it's the same deal going on with stellar lobster but the whole stock market to thing there it's not that that's not real it's not that stocks won't be on xlm like that's possible derivatives can be and will be on xrp and xlm in my opinion the new stock market will be tokenized that's all real but all of these companies all these projects that have been pushed on you guys and me and us while we're waiting for you know some stuff to play out 99 percent of it was bs guys um and i got the evidence and i've been talking to some people and Let's just say we're gonna bring some light to the darkness over there in regards to XLM and that stellar ecosystem. So, yeah, let's let's continue on. But yeah, as I was talking about here, we got a little bit secret sauce for the Riddlers, uh, Brad Garlinghouse, you know, the Riddlers saying that this is the same, same picture, same scene going on here. Always fun, always fun to play with the riddles. Yeah, always fun, always fun to do some decodes. Let's continue on though. I wanna get through this news. We've already been going live for 25 minutes. Obviously, I'm, my mouth is running, and I got a lot to say, haven't been on in a few days, but let's try to finish out this news because this is really crazy what's been happening recently. Um, while, while we've been fudded out and distracted by the cryptocurrency prices being down, there's serious moves being made right now in the cryptocurrency space, um, just in the whole financial world. But huge shout out to John Deaton. Justin attorney John Deaton has filed a motion letter asking to represent 67,000 XRP holders in the Ripple case, okay? So John Deaton's been doing a great job standing up for this. You guys already know that. Most staged lawsuit in the history of the SEC. Don't even really need to talk about it, but God bless John Deaton. Fighting the good fight, we will expose all truth. Gary Gensler being the head CFO of the criminal campaign conspiracy. And you guys already know where that's going, right? With the name that I can't say, but you guys already know who that is. I won't go there, but Gary, good luck, brother. Good guy, Gary, I wish you the best, okay. Continuing out of Seoul, the Police Cybercrime Investigation Unit has asked exchanges to freeze Luna Foundation Guard from withdrawing corporate funds. So, the Luna Foundation being their assets being frozen up, uh, they're going after them in South Korea, that's good to see. Hopefully, um, you know, all truth is revealed in regards to that scene, that uh, event, as it played out, as that Ponzi scheme scam, it was destined for failure, but um, yeah, pretty sad to see. It pretty much caused this whole big downturn in the market. But we do need to cleanse. We do need to purge the cryptocurrency space. We got to get it done. You know, we got to go through some tough times here. We got. It's just like XRP and X, uh, XLM, the ecosystems. We got to purge ninety nine percent of that before we can get to you know the good stuff, right? The good companies actually building real value, real utility. Let's continue on. The average price for diesel is up 75% from a year ago in the United States. In one day, the price of diesel is up 35% in Sri Lanka. So another tweet here from Gold Telegraph. We're up over 75% on the year here in America. So, yeah. We've been talking about stocking up on essentials. And what's going to happen here is diesel all, be, Diesel being at all-time high is going to affect the prices of everything, guys, right? So much of our products are shipped around this country through that trucking, and that's running on diesel engines, right? Very simple. Diesel being at all-time high, not good for the consumer, not good for the middle class of America. And the squeeze is on. You guys already know. It's a war against us. It's a war against us. 333, the three-three-three tuned in in the YouTube. I appreciate all of you guys so much. If you guys could hit that thumbs up for me while you're here, I appreciate you guys for helping me spread this message. I wanted to give a huge shout out to David Nino Rodriguez. He says, nonprofit organizations in Arizona are being raided by police for ballot harvesting. Hashtag winning. Thank you, 2000 mules. Now, This is in regards to some things, some topics that I can't really touch on. And, you know, the haters in the comments will say, don't get political. Well, I think that this matters. I think that having a legitimate election in this country matters. Hopefully that's not a controversial statement. Let's continue on. I haven't watched a documentary. Let's see how it plays out. All truth will be revealed. And uh, God bless you all. You know, America needs to be free and fair. We need to have free and fair elections. How about this? How about this? President Biden at the very top. Let me load this picture here. Mr. Joe Biden running the show. He put out this tweet on March 8th. He put this out literally the day that the U.S. dollar topped out against the ruble. The U.S. dollar Russian ruble pair. He put out this tweet. We are enforcing an enormous package of economic sanctions that has caused the Russian economy to crater. The Russian ruble is down almost 50. You know, it's like, God, the average citizen, the average person in Russia is absolutely getting wiped out by a financial crisis. Right. But it's all about us being tough, getting the job done against Mr. Big Bad I'm not even going to say his name. The Russian ruble is down 50% since Mr. Putin announced his war. It is now worth less than one American penny. Well, you can see how that program worked out. The uh, pair crashing back down here. The Russian ruble actually doing well. U.S. dollar Russian ruble pair down to 60 compared to almost, uh, what was that, over 150 yeah, you guys can see the chart here. So, good job, Joe. Program's working out pretty well, isn't it, brother? Good stuff. Um, I'm not going to cover this tweet. This is in regards to Bill Gates and monkeys, but, you know, I just think that monkeys are funny and that situation's silly, but, hey, good luck. God bless. Hope it works out. I'm not going to address it here. God bless you all. God bless you all who understand how I dance around the censorship and, and the silliness. Breaking news, though, Saudi Arabia has signaled it will stand by Russia as a member of the OPEC. So Joe Biden, sleepy creepy, has got his narrative about being tough, even though the sanctions didn't really go after uh, Putin and all of Europe continued to buy Russian gas and natural natural resources. Right? Saudi Arabia similarly does not care if it's about the money. They're at the table. They stand by Russia being a member of OPEC because they know that Russia's the, the gas station of the world. Natural gas, oil, they got it all, right? And, and so right here, what we're seeing now is the line in the sand is being drawn and people are going to this, this table here and they're, they're saying, you know, America, your currency's dying, right? Your SWIFT system's dead. We don't need your SWIFT system. We don't need your dollar and we're going to force our hand by saying that you're going to pay us in rubles or gold or natural gas or oil. So while Sleepy Creepy is telling us that we've crippled the Russian economy and we're really getting something done, Russia went through the hard times and now their country will do alright because they're sitting on a bunch of gold and they're sitting on a bunch of natural resources. Is Putin my friend? No. Does Putin want to restore Mother Russia, Big Mother Russia, like he wants to go down in history as one of the most iconic world leaders? Is it good guy, bad guy? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, I can't get good truth out of Russia. I can't get good information out of Russia or China. I know that the Western media is lying to me. I know that the Western media lies and we justify going to war against anyone who goes away from the petrodollar, which is what OPEC was all about. The OPEC countries being using the U.S. dollar, tying this whole thing back together. You revert course, you start to go away from using that U.S. dollar. We send in the destroyers. We send in the drones. We undermine and overthrow your country. Just like Brad said, when it comes to currencies, these governments will roll out the tanks. And that's exactly what's happening. You have metal, Russian metal, hitting Ukraine, taking action. And I'm not here to judge Mr. Putin. I'm not here to say good guy, bad guy. I'll let, I'll let the man upstairs do that. He's making moves regardless, and he's, he's wanting to see the return of Soviet Russia, basically. I mean, he wants to build their country up, and he wants the best for his... He wants his country to do well. He wants his country to prosper. Is he an elitist? Does he care about the poor in his country? I don't know, guys. I'm in America here, trying to understand this situation. I would be out of pocket... I don't have enough information, and neither, do, the Western media's lying, and very people, very few people do know. We got a, people, a couple people on our Discord that are from that region, though. Uh, Ukraine, Romania, and they, they've they given us a little inside scoop over there, and I've had people commenting on my YouTube channel. I try to read all you guys' comments. Thank you so much for dropping a comment down below. Let me know what you guys think of these shows. What else do you guys wanna see going forward? I'm super excited to get locked back in, okay? We, Rant over. Let's continue on. Jameson Lopp, who's a Bitcoin maxi, but I thought this was an interesting tweet. Hospital bill for delivering a baby plus one week recuperation in 1956. The bill is $107 for delivering a baby in a one week stay. Now, many of you guys know I just did that, right? I got a little baby girl, precious princess. uh, And the bill was more than a hundred bucks. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that much. It was more than a hundred bucks. And bankruptcies, the, uh, medical bankruptcies, the number one reason I think why people go bankrupt in America, by far. By far, it's pretty crazy here. I don't know about socialist healthcare. Um, seems to have some pros, seems to have some cons. But anyways, healthcare is a whole different issue that we're, we don't have time to get into tonight. But it is interesting. The point being is inflation, guys, inflation. Um, it's not going away and you need to have a plan. You need to be preparing for, I told my discord this weekend, I said, guys, prepare for your budget for you to be parent paying more for your food, energy, and all the rest of your bills that aren't fixed rate. Maybe your internet bills fixed, right? Your mortgage payments fixed your, your lease on your car, your car payments fixed. All the other stuff that's not fixed, your gas bill, your food bill, um you know your landscaper is going to jack up the price on you too you got to adjust for paying 20 50 100% more for those services and goods over the next year when you're sitting down and doing your budget and you're looking at your financial statement understand how your budget is going to be affected how much how little how how much less money you're going to have to invest or to put back into your business, or to invest in your new business, or your side hustle, hopefully you're trying to make as much money as possible right now, because this inflation crisis is going to squeeze everyone. Everyone. Taking America to that two-tier society, the haves and the have-nots. Well on our way. Great comment. Missy, Miss Eve, I appreciate that comment. You might have a fixed mortgage, but your property tax is going up 35%. The cost of lumber to repair or remodel your house going up. To update your appliances. Supply chain crisis will have your appliances out three to six months. Price up 50 to 100%. That's the real effects of inflation. So, guys, you guys are going to hear me repeat. Inflation is 20%. If you calculated inflation the way they used to, the CPI data, the fake phony CPI, if you calculated how they did in the 70s and 80s, we would be twice as high. We would be at about 16, 70%. So we might as well just round up to 20%. The rest of the commodities, food, like protein is up 20%. And guys, America has it light, 20 percent uh you know for the protein up we just covered an article last live about how iran is up 300% on their wheat food staples their wheat based staples up 300% year over year that's why people are hitting the streets and it's coming to america as well be ready Okay, this deal right here, boom, the SEC has already admitted that XRP is not a security via a memorandum of understanding with Thailand's SEC. So apparently this memorandum of understanding is a legal document describing a bilateral agreement between parties. And in it, it says um, that all of these SECs, 33 of them, there's that number 33 again, 33 of them, 33 regulators from around the world have an MOU between each other, which the U.S. SEC signed. Thailand's SEC calls XRP a currency. Am I missing something? Great find. Great find. Let's continue on. Gold Telegraph. The Bank for International Settlements says today's global economic situation looks even more disruptive than in the 1970s. This is coming from the central bank to the world's This is coming from the central bank to the world's central banks. Remember this when a central banker says we will have a soft landing. Yeah, the soft landing. Good luck with that. Stefan Huber. Okay, so they say Ethereum 2 and Proof of Stake are coming this August. Despite everything, I find it hard to believe that Ethereum 2 will come while the Ripple lawsuit is still going on. The corruption would be absolutely obvious and the whole world would see it. I don't believe that ETH, ETH2 will be released uh, until regulations are passed, until they get clarity in the Ripple versus SEC lawsuit, until they work out some sort of deal. Like, it's clearly a security that's being built out that already was built out with ETH1. ETH2 is a very obvious security just because we're relying on the Ethereum Foundation. Uh, development foundation or whatever to actually build this thing out they're having to organize groups of developers to actually like get it done that's trying to profit off of somebody else right uh, just the basic definition of the how we test it goes back to 1933 very standard securities laws 99 percent of crypto is performed in ICO which was an unregistered securities offering, which is exactly why Gary Gensler and Jay Clayton, his predecessor, both have stated that 99% of cryptos, every ICO that they see is a security. That's why they say every crypto is a security, because 99% of cryptos did an ICO. I don't really know about ETH2. I don't really care. It's irrelevant, um, in my opinion. I mean, there's already so many Ethereum competitors that are already past Ethereum. They tried to do a criminal campaign, or or sorry, a criminal inside scoop, secret meetings, backdoor deals, Goldman Sachs, white shoe firms, the whole nine yards, but they got beat out by other people just building better tech. Which doesn't mean that they will, you know, Ethereum won't still win, won't still get a free pass, won't still get accepted by Goldman Sachs and get updated to ETH2 and Ethereum gets a slap on the wrist and then it gets clarity. It's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. But at the end of the day, we already have solutions that are much further along. And in my opinion, uh, for that reason, ETH2 will never be the number one. Or even if it's the number one, it's going to have so many competitors for that smart contract space that um, it's not going to be as big as we had originally intended. You know, as, as big as people thought it was going to be. There's too many compet- competitors. The top 20 cryptos, most of them, are Ethereum competitors. So Hi, Jamie. Good to see you. Jamie, haven't, it's been a while. Hope you're doing well. It, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> okay, a couple more here. <clears throat> this is in regards to real estate. This is from Phoenix. The number of active listings of single-family houses for sale is up 65% in five weeks. About the last month, they're up 65%. Way more homes hitting the market. If active listings continue to increase at this rate, we'll be back to 2019 pre-pandemic levels of inventory for sale by the end of summer. This real estate market's very, very interesting to watch. I'm listening to a local real estate uh, agent and researcher uh, on YouTube. He's, he's a small guy. He has like a few thousand followers. I'll have to give him a shout out. I, I don't have his name. Uh, I think his name's Rick. But anyways, he's like he's, he's got a little YouTube channel um, talking about real estate, and he covers data specifically in the Phoenix area, which for me is an interesting market to watch just the amount of people that are migrating there not all of them are from California, but you know, obviously there's been a major exodus out of California. So we've been watching this real estate market very closely, and uh, we're seeing this in a lot of markets is the active listings are way up over the last month or so. So people are trying to front run this thing. They're seeing that if they continue raising interest rates, they know that affordability is going to go down. The prices are going to have to go down. Um, the interesting part, though, is we still have a shortage of housing in many areas. So uh, we'll continue to watch that one closely, but um, is real estate definitely cooling off ever so slightly? This tweet here from Simon's Chase, I thought was very perfect description of what's been going on here. Two liquidity and volatility entangled coins with gross exposure exceeding 100 billion, one and a half times made off. So this is what's going on in crypto is scams, Almost, you know, 1.5 times bigger than Bernie Madoff's scam, which was one of the biggest uh, scams ever. Giant negative convexity pyramids are targets driven by the geometric intensity of speculation. Is there a reason for DeFi to exist other than to speculate? And he tags USDT and Celsius. So the celsius platform has been one of those that has been given people a lot of returns a lot of DeFi going on over there at the celsius network and, and the celsius uh, platform and then we know that usdt the number one stable coin is still on its way to implosion in my opinion does it go absolutely away forever i don't know probably but we're going to see how that situation plays out but i've been mentioning this lately so we lost over half of the cryptocurrency market by market cap, going from almost $3 trillion down to uh, under $2 trillion, right? We, we've lost about half the cryptocurrency market. And Tether, the number one stablecoin that does over 60% of the trading pairs for the cryptocurrency space, hasn't imploded yet. UST, which was, um, you know, Terra Luna's stablecoin, collapsed and that's where, what, what brought us to this point. So we're still ready, we're still prepared for the number one stablecoin to implode and crash. What do you think could happen to this cryptocurrency market? Is the bottom in? I don't know. How soon will they implode? I don't know. What's on their balance sheet? What kind of reserves are they holding? I don't know. Nobody knows, and that's the problem with Tether. They tout that they have 80 billion worth of reserves, Meanwhile, we compare that with Circle, which just got a $200 million investment from BlackRock and Fidelity. Each, 200, milli, 200 big ones from BlackRock and another $200 million from Fidelity, going to Circle, which is behind USDC. Jeremy O'Leary, the CEO of Circle, just stated that they're going to put out an audit of their reserves weekly. A weekly report of their reserves every week. So while we have no idea what's going on with Tether and what their secret sauce is, USDC Circle, we're gonna report audit every week. And they have backed that stable coin by dollar reserves. Um they they actually they ended up dumping I, I don't know if they were holding treasuries or what they were holding but now they're i'm from my understanding they're just straight holding dollars like in a bank account right so digits in a bank account which only means so much too while the system's up and running that's fine and dandy but yeah for the for the time being at least they're backing uh one-to-one so i continue to say you know we only want to really use usdc for storing money in cryptocurrency space Uh, As far as like picking a stable coin, we just want to store some money over in crypto. I would not touch Tether. I only use Tether if I need it for a trading pair. Like I said, 60% of the trading pairs in this cryptocurrency space are done with Tether. That tells you how many scams and fraudulent schemes are being ran in this space. Let's continue on. Robert Kiyosaki Rich Dad said, bull markets make stupid investors look smart. Bear markets turn the stupid investors into losers and smart investors into, winter, into winners. Markets are crashing. Time for smart investors to become very rich winners. Take care. So, it's been fine and dandy. The party's been great. The liquor's been flowing. The music's been bumping. The, <laughs> the cops are about to arrive okay we've ran out of liquor right it, it, it's the sun is rising it's time for everyone to go home the party is over and we're about to be hungover and i mean it's 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 brutal guys it's absolutely brutal out here with what's going on with these markets uh and as far as the technical analysis which direction are we going I didn't even get a chance to watch blockchain backer over the past few days. He's my go-to for technical analysis. So I really don't know where we're looking at on the charts. I know that it looks like um, a bottom could be coming in. But like I said, we still have major, major fundamental issues. And the stocks still have a long way to go. And as long as crypto is tied to stocks, there's no stopping us from going another 50% in the cryptocurrency space. I mean, XRP, you know, which is my main bag in cryptocurrency, uh, you know, I'm prepared for it to drop another 50%. And I will back up the truck. God willing, we get $0.20 XRP again. You bet I'm going to back it up on XRP, XLM. And um, we'll see where the, the metals are at, too. But I've been liking my silver, too, as a hedge. Not, you know the gains will come, I think, for silver eventually. But just as a hedge, we know inflation's at 20%. If we can just hold our value, uh, that's that's going to protect us during these times. And what we went over this last uh, this last Saturday, we did our weekly call with my Discord. I went over these numbers from Germany: inflation, the producer price index up 33% year over year, which is the highest ever, highest ever producer price inflation in Germany. And energy prices are up 87% year over year. So this is why I was saying, guys, when you're looking at your budget, how much am I going to have to invest? What how much money am I going to have? Consider this. In Germany, a major major country, energy up 87% year over year and the producer price inflation and that's phony BS numbers that are lies. Remember that phony BS government lies. The statistics are not real. They're skewed and manipulated, but they're already at 33% and you just saw what's happening on Sri Lanka in a day. They raised price by 25%, 30% on diesel hyperinflation setting in food crisis here. And just wait, they, they might try to do another little lockdown. You might need to do another little hokey pokey, do a little dance. What do you think about that? You guys tell me what you guys think about this situation right now. That's what I've been covering. If you guys are wondering where I've been, we've been moving, we've been doing it. Uh, the last time I've had a session here was on Saturday with my Discord. And I've been trying to you know, continue to update my Discord group If you guys want full access to me, what my portfolio looks like, what I'm doing, full business strategies, everything we're doing over there, it's over there. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Greatest Transfer of Wealth with your host, Zach Rector. Please remember to follow us over on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, and Rumble. To get in touch, please just head on over to ZachRector.com. You can check out all of our affiliate links and get access to our exclusive Discord community over at the website. We appreciate all of you for tuning in, and all that we ask is that you share this message with other like-minded individuals. If you appreciate the show, feel free to go ahead and leave us a five-star review. We will see you in the next one. Take care, and God bless.